0: Welcome to this episode of Kennedy Saves the World. And today I'm going to save you from your own happiness. You may be saying to yourself, Kennetalia, what can you possibly be talking about? Isn't the goal of living the pursuit of happiness? Kind of maybe. It depends on your definition of happiness. But if you're talking about unbridled euphoria that can be really unhealthy and unsustainable and can actually lead to burnout, especially at work. Very interesting study out of the University of Georgia. Uh, They surveyed 162 people about their moods at work. And they found that the people who rated themselves in really, really good moods actually experienced burnout at work much faster because it's impossible to stay happy at work. But a lot of people feel like I have to put my best foot forward. I have to be fluffed and polished and I have to be the happiest person that anyone's ever met in order to be tolerable. No one wants that. Not one person. They really don't, especially you, because that phony baloney, saccharine happiness, that is not happiness. That is force. That is holding your moods hostage. And really making this outcome that is making you burn out. And burnout is real. I don't know if you've ever experienced it. I did in my early 20s, and it was brutal. So if you you have been burned out at work, you know what I'm talking about. It's impossible to get out of bed. It's super hard to focus. It's like being in a depressive fog all the time. And then when you're trying to force a mood through that, Um, It's like trying to force a giant battleship through the isthmus of Corinth, and that means something to someone. I don't know who. The point is, a giant thing through a very small opening, that's a bad idea. Also my prom night. Having said that, uh, if you feel like you are teetering on the precipice of burnout that's when you really, really have to stop and reevaluate things and make some pretty drastic changes in your life so you don't go any further down that road uh, because you you don't want to reach the point of no return in your professional life. It is so tough to come back from. It's like It's like running up a credit card. It's really, really easy to do. It's really easy to burn the candle at both ends and and force this productivity and this happiness and this positivity from yourself when you're working. But then once you get there and you're already burned out, it's really, really hard uh, to heal yourself to the point where you're enjoying and receiving joy from work. And that is the goal. When you allow good things to happen at work. And we discussed this on the episode where I said, I've learned a couple things in my 50 years, and this is one of them. And, you know, it's like having party people you work with who have your back and you have theirs and a support system, Um, but also having a full life where your identity and your satisfaction doesn't have to come from the workplace. But if your full life and your balanced life leads to a level of satisfaction at work, and taking pride in what you do uh, for the sake of doing a good job, not for outside reinforcement, then your life will be smoother and you are allowing goodness to pervade every aspect of your life. That, I think, is an achievable goal. Being happy all the time at work, being in a good mood all the time at work, it's not going to happen. Because what happens is when you try and force yourself into a good mood— it's like eating 14 Snickers bars like it, it may taste good in the moment, but then you're going to barf and you're going to crash and then you're going to be shaky and you're going to be shaky and crashing and on the ground covered in your own barf and you will have nothing to show for it, but a very exhausted pancreas. So if you want to force yourself to eat 14 Snickers and force yourself to be in a good mood, I don't want to be around you. Stay right there, more from me, Kennedy, coming up. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnews.podcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. I will tell you this. So, whenever I'm racing in a triathlon, like I did last weekend, it was super fun until it hurt really bad. And then I had to go to a completely different place and channel David Goggins completely. And my swim coach, Kyle, always tells me to listen to David Goggins' podcast from Joe Rogan every time before I race. And I find it to be very, very helpful because there's always incredible advice in there about moving yourself into a different zone. And it's so much of endurance racing. Remember the Forrest Gump guy that I talked to, the runner who ran back and forth across country like five times in a row just because he could? Um, even, even he said, uh, that you can't force yourself to enjoy every single moment of life and it's not always going to be fun, but you have to find joy in the overcoming and the overcoming is often why you do challenging things like that. Having said that, I do try and thank people. For volunteering on the course, because, you know, when you are volunteering for eight hours in a row in the hot sun, giving people Gatorade and ice cubes and bananas and things like that, it can be a thankless job. You know, there can be a lot of cranky people. So I was trying to high five them. But there was the positive lady behind me who had to over-talk and over-share with everyone. And I swear to goodness, she is the only reason that I ran a sub seven-hour race, even though my hip was in searing pain. Because this lady had to prove to every single person on the course, every racer and every volunteer and every spectator, just how positive she was. And it was all this demonstrative positivity. And it was so annoying that I ran as fast as I could, which was not fast because I wasn't so much pain, but I, I, I ran like the sidewalk was on fire behind me in order to get away from her because it was so annoying. So if you are forcing yourself into a good mood, guess what? It's like dog crap on your shoe. Everyone can smell it. Every single person. They know when it's phony baloney happiness. And uh, it's, it's like syrup of ipecac. It makes everyone nauseous. You don't have to do that. Live a fulfilling life for yourself for the sake of living a fulfilling life. Go out and have experiences that mean something to you and cultivate a level of meaning, meaningfulness that you are proud of. And then that will, it, it's like, it's like a, a vapor of sweetness that will find its way into every other aspect of your life. Work is important. We spend a lot of time there. We make relationships there. That's how we move forward in life. And there are a lot of measuring sticks in the professional setting. Um, But having said that, it's also, it is a tender balance between keeping your head down, working hard, being a good person, being a kind person, And being a Stepford wife, who's just always happy, you guys, isn't this great? Sometimes it's not great. Sometimes it sucks. And you know when it sucks? You know what it's nice to do? Uh, Take your part of people, your bros to the side and make fun of everybody and then go back to it and then allow yourself to put your head down again. Uh, Do as much good work as you possibly can when you can't give yourself the grace to know that Today kind of sucks, but tomorrow is another day and compartmentalize and move forward. And, you know, those are also incredibly important building lessons. But I think there there truly is something to this. Don't force yourself into a good mood. The researcher said if you show up to work in a good mood, meaning if you do have things in your life that bring you a deeper level of satisfaction, you're probably not overreacting to much of anything because you you feel you know pretty stable like things are going to work out if things are working out in other areas of your life they'll probably feel like they're going to work out at work as well so if you start out non-reactive uh with just a a hint a, a glisten of non-nauseating joy that according to research at UGA go dogs Uh, That is a better way to start your day. And I encourage you to do this. They also had a list of 10 things, 10 helpful hints that can help you at work. Keep personal problems, personal. This is really key. If you find that you have to project all of your negative experiences onto people you work with, A, you're doing something wrong. B, you should probably see a therapist. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But if, if your personal problems are seeping out of your pores and you can't call them back, you need to pay someone to listen to those things because y- your coworkers, that's not what they're there for. No. Everyone, everyone has a hard time. Everyone has a hard job to do. Let them do it. They say create an office nest. That's fine. One quick suggestion. No scented candles. Then you're holding other people at work hostage just because you like the smell of cinnamon rolls. It doesn't mean everyone has to be subjected to that. Have an office support system. Yes, party pals, drinking friends, work bros, whatever the case may be, your people. You like them, they like you. Uh, You help each other out, you high five at the end. Eat healthy and drink lots of water. That's true. You don't want to eat garbage at work because then what happens is... At 4 o'clock, you crash, you eat peanut M&Ms, and then uh, you've got a giant keister around December, and then you give up, and by February, you're like a, a beach humpback whale. And that is so sad. By the way, now—and we may do another podcast on this—this this, this is the time of year, This this is when you get sexy. You want to get sexy now and start your program now, so by the time New Year's rolls around— You can wear a backless, frontless, assless, anything you want, and you're going to be looking great, and you can thank me then. Uh, But you can drink water. You can drink green tea. You can drink vodka when work is over. Be organized. Move around. Don't try to change your coworkers. Um, This is very important advice because there are people who get into work environments who get so fixated on one person, and the other person is probably a sociopath who feeds on your fixation. They, it, it actually, it creates a superpower. When you are fixated on someone else's negative characteristics, they love it. It makes them even more negative and insufferable and it gives them more power over you. So do whatever you can, whether it's distancing, mantras, meditation, no scented candles, do whatever you can to distance yourself from that person so you are not giving them power. And Try not to think about them too much. It really, it isn't worth it. And we've all had someone like that that we work with, but you will never change them. That will never happen. And, you know, why there are workplaces who put up with people like that, it's beyond me. I don't know. Fear of legal retribution, perhaps. Uh, Focus on the positive. Focus on the positive without being... Saccharine positive person you don't have to be that person be who you are be your cantankerous grumpy self Who allows moments of joy to calmly come in and be a stabilizing force That is the best advice that I can impart thanks to the UGA researchers And uh, hopefully this will heal your need to be falsely positive which, in the end, is only hurting you. So give your high five if, yourself a high five if you're a little grumpy today. I'm right there with you, ready to feel it and believe it. This has been Kennedy Saves the World. I'm Kennedy. For more podcasts from my friends at Fox, you can go to foxnewspodcast.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network. It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox.